You are listening to the Leadership of the Leaf sidebar episode. Join Austin and Dice as they put some smoke in the air. And welcome to Leadership of the Leaf sidebar edition. This is a sidebar. <laughs> uh, my name's Austin. And this is Dice. And we are going to talk today about if you guys accept the call to leadership, you have to be how you have to be willing to be misunderstood, criticized, opposed, accused, and even rejected. Oh, and that's why I like sidebar episodes because you know what? I'm just I'm just going to tell you like it is. Going yeah. off script. Going yep. There's no script. There is no script. There's no show notes. There's no script. There's no nothing. Uh, this is just us talking about it. But first, Dice, I got to know, what are you smoking over there? Well, first, I'm going to start with my usual drink, which is Hennessy. Of course, this, of course, of course. I'm, I'm drinking Hennessy neat this time because I don't want it to interfere with this cigar. The cigar I'm smoking is by Drew Estate. It's called mm. Blackened. 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 Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that a Metallica, Metallica Me- song? Yeah, they. I, I know they collaborated with Metallica to, to make this cigar. I'm sorry, I'm not a Metallica fan. I'm pretty sure those people out there know exactly who the lead singer and all that is. I'm sorry, Metallica's not my jam. Uh, I think I go what? for Enter the Enter the Sandman. That that's for as my Metallica goes. Kill them all. <laughs> How dare you? M81 Maduro. To the core. (laughs) To the core. Yeah, there you go. All right, all right. Very, very nice, very nice, very nice. Uh, I am smoking a Room 101 Doomsayer (gasps) Passive. Hey, Passive. What was the one you smoked last year? Was it Passive or was it... uh... No, I smoked the I smoked the uh, aggressive. You smoked the aggressive, and I smoked the passive. I had a five pack of these. Um, I, That's I, how good I, they were. They they were good. Um, so I I got a five pack, and uh, seeing as how I recently smoked a Room One Hundred One uh, farce Lonsdale, I just felt like I should just go Room One Hundred One again. I don't know. I just it called to me the little Sakura which is the flower on the front of the band, uh, just called to me. <laughs> oh, I understand. And pairing it with? I am going uh, with another, with a local rum from Esprit de Crew. All uh, right. Get it here in Northwest Florida and some surrounding regions. But this one is uh, called Rockin' Rum. It's made with uh, sugar cane grown here in Florida and uh, made with rock candy, actually. So it's that got a little bit sweeter. It is, it's, it's like a sweet rum. It's so good. All so right. good. <laughs> you're, you're moving soon. So what the hell are you going to do when you move? Well, the wife said I got to go by the distillery. And we got to go pick up a couple uh, extra bottles. And then after we run out of those bottles, I have no idea what the hell I'm going to do. I guess we'll have to <laughs> see if they'll ship it or something. I don't know. Yeah. She's, she's upset. We'll reach out. Maybe they'll, they'll hook us up. Maybe that would be amazing. This stuff, by all me, I wish this was sold nationwide because I think it would do really well. The bottle looks badass. It's got a Day of the Dead motif on it, so it'll be on our Instagram at Leadership of the Leaf. Uh, go there, check it out. 
Um, check out the bottle. It looks really badass in my opinion. And uh, if you guys are ever down in the Northwest Florida region, I know it's sold in a couple liquor stores and uh, go pick yourself up a bottle. Uh, all their stuff is really good. So you can't really go wrong. But yeah, Rockin' Rum is what this is called. Before we get started on oh. our business here. Well, by all means. I must bring up this. I must bring it up. So oh, I'm, tired of, I'm, I'm tired of seeing it. I You're get tired it. of seeing it. I'm tired of seeing it, but I get it. What the fuck I did you do? You, I, I want you to know I get it. Year of the Rabbit. Okay. I see Year of the Rabbit. This, Year of the Rabbit. That, I get it. I don't quite get the craze for everyone jumping on this bandwagon. Uh, Davidoff started it with cigars. I have seen it with Hennessy. It is just, it's, it's exploded. I see Cohiba's got one. Placencia. Plen, yep. Yep. Even uh, Drew Estate, they have a yep. year of the rabbit out there yep. now. Like, mm, but I say that, and then I backtrack on this one because Davidoff. I don't know if people remember they had a year of the tiger one. Yeah. Oh, that thing looked sick though. Had like tiger striping on the wrapper and all that other. Stuff. It looked phenomenal. Correct. It stood out, right? Yeah. So with year of the rabbit, nothing stands out. It's right. just no, the it's name. Yep. Like, uh, they could have gave it like a bunny tail or something that you had to sniff off. I don't know. But the way they did Year of the Tiger, I am impressed. Year of the Rabbit, it just seems like everybody's just throwing Year of the Rabbit on a cigar just to sell it. Well, I mean, it is the craze right now, and that's and that's the 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 thing that goes for, right? You know, everyone everyone hops on the bandwagon, so to speak. But uh yeah, I mean, let's see, what's what's next year? What's the <laughs> I next saw what year? You did. I'm looking forward to next year because next year, if I could be wrong, but I believe it's Year of the Dragon. All right, let me, let's let's find this out. But I, I just want to point out, you just said bandwagon Year of the Rabbit. I saw what you did. You funny motherfucker. <laughs> uh, you know I try. I really, I really <laughs> try. All right, so Chinese New Year's Year of the Rabbit. Um, year of the Dragon. Ooh, see, I'm looking forward to see what they do. I, they have to do something. I've been disappointed with Year of the fucking Rabbit, whatever the year before that was. Cause it wasn't Year of the Tiger. Year of the Tiger was a couple of years ago. Well, let's, let's see. Let's see. Um, let's see. Uh, yeah. So 2024 is Dragon. 2025 would be Snake. And 2026 is Horse. So 2025, the for Davidoff. I don't know about all the other countries, but Davidoff is going to recycle that. They started with Year of the Snake. Yeah. Yeah, I want to see. I don't know. I don't know. Let's see. Um, I'm interested to see what comes out. Um, Year of the Rabbit has been disappointing to me. Yeah, Davidoff. yeah it um it's gonna be interesting i I mean you could go kind of cool with that if you could but um i'll see what they're willing to do but i definitely feel feel like yeah everyone's just trying to jump on that bag bandwagon um you know i think they saw how year the tiger did for davidoff and um it uh it just you know did whatever so let's see. It's gonna go uh, 
from here. So it goes rabbit. The next year's dragon. So that'd be 24. 25 would be snake. 26 would be horse. 27 sheep. And then it goes monkey, rooster, dog, pig, rat, ox, tiger, back to rabbit. So tiger was that shit then. Okay. So tiger was amazing. Yeah. Ox was okay. Uh, pig was decent. But what they did with tiger, I'm looking forward to seeing if they do something very special with dragons. Yeah, I'd I like to see what happens with dragon. Um, I, I would be excited to see what happens with horse. Um, because I, I was born in Year of the Horse. <laughs> so, yeah, well, I'm Year of the Horse as well. So I was going to say I'm going to buy Year of the Horse anyway, even if it's not cool. Yep, yep. Still going to get that one. Yeah, I'll, I'll get the I'll get the year of the horse. Um, I mean, maybe that's one you know since we'll still be going in twenty twenty six, right? That's you, let's see, you, dragon, snake, horse. Of course. Yeah, we'll be going. Uh, we'll both we we should do that on the lunar new year. I think that'd be a cool celebration. All right, I'll put it on my calendar. That sounds good. All right. Now that I digressed enough, you digressed, but that's fine. Sidebar. That it's is okay. sidebar. This is what happens. Welcome to our minds. Um, <laughs> so, call to leadership. You must be willing, if you accept it, you must be willing to be misunderstood, criticized, opposed, accused, and even rejected. So, just listening to you say that, I already know I have been every single one of those. 100%. Uh, absolutely, me too. And one one thing about misunderstood, I just go through misunderstood. The number of times people have used my name is is, is crazy. Yeah. Like, oh, oh, I'm doing this because Dice told me to. Or Dice said we need to do this. Or Dice this, Dice that. Uh, Dice didn't say any of those. Right, Unless yeah. Unless you heard it from me directly, I didn't say that. Yeah. Um, I So... I've, I've done I've had the same thing actually I've done this to other leaders um, in, in kind of a joking manner um, I actually got one of my bosses really kind of upset one day um, it happened to be right before Christmas and um, and we were shut we were gonna shut down early and I kept saying everybody we're shutting down early this boss said so and he never said anything of the sort and I was just joking around. But everybody took it as gospel. And it was so funny because everybody took it as gospel. And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. This guy said it was it was cool. We'll shut down early. No big deal. We're going to just shut down. Uh, you know, we have we ended up having Christmas Eve and Christmas off, I think. Because it was like a Thursday, Friday type deal. Right. So we had Christmas Eve off and then we had Christmas off. And then we rolled into the weekend. And uh, I was like, yeah, we're going to shut down early on Wednesday. It's no big deal. We're shutting down around noon. This person said so. And they're like. Okay, yeah, sounds good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He comes to find so he he came to find me. He's like, Austin, what the hell are you talking about? And I was like, What do you mean? And he goes, I just got told that I okayed us to <laughs> shut down early. And I was like, Oh yeah, I've been telling everybody that you okayed this to <laughs> shut down early. And he goes, What the fuck? Who the fuck told you that you could that we would shut down early? I was like, Nobody. I'm just saying that we are, and I I used your name to make it happen. <laughs> and he's like, "Are you fucking serious?" He kind of like got upset, but he was like, he he took it in good stride. He was a good he was a good sport about it. And I, 
I laugh about it to this day with him, so it's fine. But he was just like, he's like, who the fuck told you that I said this? And I was like, nobody. I, I literally have made this entire thing up. He goes, I fucking hate you. And I was like, whatever. But it's funny because people use your name. If you go to the leader, if you are a leader, people use your name to spread misinformation and, and do and advance their own agenda if they see fit. And you may not have said anything. And he didn't, like I said, he didn't know for, and I said this for three days straight. <laughs> and he didn't know until the last day. And he's like, he was like, hey, I think we should, um, I think I think we might shut down early. I'm gonna go talk to Austin and make sure, you know, cause I was in charge of, of like production um, uh, and making sure everything got done. And he's like, I'm gonna talk to Austin, and make sure that we don't have anything going on. They're like, um, Austin already told us that you okayed this. And he's like, uh, okay. Yeah, I'm going to talk to him, make sure everything's still good, though. And he came down and he was like, what the hell did you just say to everybody? I just got told that you told him that it was okay. And I was like, oh, yeah, I've been saying this for day one. Like, this is... And he's like, what the fuck, man? And I was like, what? I said, if I don't use your... Like, because I was going to shut down early anyways. But I, I needed I needed my boss to be okay with it. And I knew that he would be okay with it. So I kind of just jumped the gun and used his name early, and he was fine with it. But it was just funny because he was just like, "What? No, you can't do that!" And I was like, "Want to bet?" <laughs> I said it worked, didn't it? And he goes, "Fuck, man! I guess I didn't. But I guess I didn't realize how much my pull my name had around here." I was like, "Oh, it has plenty." <laughs> well, well, even looking into that, I'm, I'm pretty sure this happened to you before, where you. Set your team off to do whatever task. You set two people off to go do said task. Then you right. go to check on them and you're like, what the fuck are you guys doing? Well, this is what you told us to do. Uh, no, not at no, all. You nope. went way too far, way too far. <laughs> you were out of left field there, bud. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've, I've had that happen. Uh, I've, I've had a counseling session with a guy and I'm like, hey, you've got to take it slow. Make sure you train your people right. Otherwise, you're going to keep having these these mishaps. And Oh, okay. All right. Got it. Got it. He walked out and I walked out later and I was like, why are you not done with this job yet? You said take it. And then he goes, well, you said take it slow. I said, yeah, like making sure you're hitting all the right steps. I don't literally mean just move at a <laughs> fucking sales pace, asshole. Like, I, Jesus. Fine, Man. whatever. We just met. I misunderstood you. I misunderstood you. Yeah, I'm sorry. I was just misunderstanding. I'm like, so I have gotten into the habit of like saying things like six ways from Sunday to just make sure I'm like, do you understand everything that I want you to do? Yes. Repeat back to me what I just told you. And then they'll say it. It's like the, uh, the fucking uh, Guardians of the Galaxy 2 where the guy is like, Rocket, the raccoon is trying to tell the tree, you know, like, hey, don't hit this button because this will kill everybody. Only hit this button. And he's like, and I'll repeat back to me what I said. And he's like telling him, he's like, no, that's a button that'll kill everybody. I literally just said, don't hit that button. He's like, so now tell me what you're going to do. He's like, yep, yep, yep. No, you just said the exact same thing. How is that even possible? Oh. It's, so misunderstandings are a fact of leadership it's just gonna happen people are gonna are gonna misunderstand you you're gonna tell them like hey i only need four widgets today 
and they're gonna think that the new standard is four widgets when the old standard is like 16 they're like no motherfuckers that was literally <laughs> one day i still need you to do 16 every other day oh i thought i thought you changed it to four now i'm gonna criticize you because you're you're not clear with what you're saying you're not yeah. a good leader i i can't i can't with you yeah and and that's the thing with criticizing man you're going to so whatever decision you make right yeah is gonna get criticized by somebody there's no way you can make everybody happy the only people who need to make everybody happy are politicians on election day (laughs) i i swear to god that's like that's the only thing people i can think of that try to make everybody happy and even then once they get elected they, they don't make everybody happy. I mean, literally look at the presidency, right? Look at any president in the past. They're going to promise everybody to both sides. They're going to promise everything to both sides. Boom, boom, boom. Hey, I promise this is going to be safe. Hey, I promise I'm going to get this legislation pushed through. I'm going to promise that I'm not going to push that legislation through without this compromise. And then they get into ele- to office and they're going to do what the fuck they think they need to do. <laughs> Period. When you said that, admit I, I probably this is probably wrong for me to say on air, but it made me think of the uh, Family Guy little skit part that they had, where Lincoln leans out and was like, "Hey, your yard is looking a little long, grass is looking a little long, whatever." <laughs> He's like, "Yeah, I used to have a guy for that." <laughs> so you're going to get criticized, no matter what popular belief or not. I mean, that's yeah. the way that's the way it goes as a leadership role. <laughs> absolutely there's no way for you guys to make everybody happy you're gonna get criticized you better be comfortable with criticism um i've been watching george w bush's master class and yeah. uh, and he you know he was saying hey leaders share credit but accept blame so he was you know let's the he was talking about hurricane katrina and he was he's saying how he came he showed up down in, in New Orleans and Louisiana. They said and he was talking about the head of the FEMA organization saying, hey, these guys have been working really hard. Everything's going great, blah, 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 blah. And then the news found out how bad it really was and started criticizing him. And so then he had to stand up. He's like, hey, everything that they those guys were doing was done on my orders. They have no blame in this. All the blame is on me. It is what it is. I'm, I'm taking steps to fix it. Like... But he tried. He was trying to share the credit for a job that he thought was well done, and in reality, he didn't get the whole picture. So then he had to accept the criticism, whether he wanted to or not. He didn't know that it was that bad, but he had to accept that criticism. But that's yeah. a great example of of a leader being criticized. I mean, no matter which president we have, good or bad, indifferent, he's always going to get criticized. Right. Always. A leader is always going to get criticized. No matter what decision they make moving forward, someone's not going to like the decision. We got to work overtime today? This motherfucker. You know, it's one of those type things. Yeah, you mean I got to come in on a Saturday? What the fuck? Right. Um, yeah, I, I know that you haven't watched it, but maybe some of our audience have. Like The Office, the American Office, um, with Steve Carell. He, he tries to be liked by everybody. <laughs> he does not want to be criticized. He gets he tries to get other people to accept the like the criticism for his bad decisions. Um, there was an episode where he had a Willy quote unquote Willy Wonka idea, and he put five golden tickets in supposedly five random shipments, and um, 
and that entitled the bearer to I think it was like 10% off their next order and um, like he didn't put like can't only one one ticket per transaction or limit one per customer or whatever the case was and anyways the CF the CFO was really upset with him so he was trying to get somebody else to take the blame the person ended up doing that and then the CFO came down and was really ha- ended up being really happy because they the company ordered <laughs> like triple what they would have so they got more profit anyways and uh, and he couldn't like he couldn't take it back because he'd already tried to give somebody else the blame but it was just like hey no you're the leader just stop like it was one it was your idea two you're the leader like you have to be responsible for every idea that comes out of your office correct but I mean criticism comes uh, the coach the coach loses the game and the team wins right so or pose yeah or or I say or uh, you know if a it's football, like the quarterback will lose the game. Whether or not the defense stopped stopped the run, you know, run under the pass game or whatever, and the, the other team was able to score, you know, 40-something points on the, the defense, no, the quarterback lost that game for those guys. Like, uh, he put up <laughs> he put up 35 on them. Like, the defense couldn't stop anything, you yeah. know. Well, what is he, what is that? What's that quarterback doing? He couldn't put up forty five, and the only other the other team put up forty two. Come on, this is ridiculous. Like, what? What? Like, come on now. But uh, yeah. yeah. So all right. So opposed. So you're gonna be misunderstood. You're gonna be criticized. So opposed. Again, every you can't make anybody everybody happy. So people are going to try to oppose you. Um, it's the name of the game. Um, Typically, it's, it's that person that wants to be the leader. Yeah, it's that person that lost lost the election or lost the to the leader spot to the current leader, right? So again, yeah. I kind of go back to the presidency, right? You look at um, the, hell. Let's let's just look at our most current president, right? You got Joe Biden against Donald Trump, right? So Joe Biden gets elected. Uh, Donald Trump is going to sit there and oppose. The, or the Republicans are going to oppose Joe Biden because he's a Democrat. And whether he's right, wrong, or whatever, the Republicans are going to take the exact opposite stance of him just out of principle half the time. Right. Even if he there's no merit or anything behind it, he's just got to, oh, he likes blue, I like red. He likes yeah. even numbers, I like odd numbers. Like, yeah. It's just... Yeah, it's just out of, like out of principle. I can't, I can't be the same as him because then, I'll, uh, you know, they're afraid that they might lose some voters or something else. And, and it's just one of those things. You're going to be opposed, you know. Um, again, I've been watching the George W. Bush masterclass, and he said, you know, uh, it showed a video of Speaker Pelosi. I think she was Speaker at the time, or no, she was Minority Whip at the time. But anyway, she was like, "Hey, there's no Democratic solution on the ground." in the Middle East, we have to invade type thing. And then he invades, we go to war, do all these things, and then the war drags on for a little while and the American people get restless and now all of the Democrats, including Pelosi, are like, we should pull out, this is stupid, we should have never been there in the first place, blah, 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 blah. And he's like, wait, wait, you were just on board like five seconds ago. 
<laughs> but he had to go off of what he felt was right for the country. Well, I mean, even if you was to break that down to a smaller scale, not as such a such a, a huge right. window as, as presidency, as as a leadership, if someone is opposing you, then you you have to get that person back in line. Because if not, it, anarchy, um, not anarchy, what uh, coup or something else mutiny. that happens. You mutiny is the word I was looking for. So yeah. you you have to get that whatever's opposed, whoever is opposing you back in line to get your leadership status back into play. Yeah, or they need to be, I don't want to say left behind or exiled, but you, they got, you got to cut, cut the dead weight, make the sacrifice. Right. Um, some, sometimes as a leader, that's what you got to do. Right, and some, you know, sometimes people's opposition goes too far, and it's like, hey, you can't, <laughs> you can't openly oppose me like that at this meeting or whatever, and it's like, okay, you know, hey, I'm sorry for this, that, and the other thing. Like, you could just, you just can't say that. I'm the boss. Like, if you got a problem with that, you need to come talk to me behind closed doors, and we'll hash it out. But uh, you can't just do that in the front. And if you have a problem with that, then we're gonna have, a, we're gonna have a problem. Um, you know, and and try to deal with it off on the side. But if if at the end of the day, you still are the leader, and you've been put in that position, so you kind of got to. I want to say rule with an iron fist, but you got to make sure your leadership's absolute and it's respected. Well, I I know when I have been faced with that issue before, and I know I've sat down with the person. I was like, either A, you're going to get on board, or B, you might want to find another team or something to get on because I can't have you moving forward if you're not with me. Right. If you're constantly opposing, then maybe this isn't just a good fit for you. Let's see if we can get you transferred to somewhere where you'll feel more comfortable. Because right now I have 10 people in line ready to go. And you're the only one holding me back. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and that, that unfortunately takes a high level of emotional intelligence to sit there and kind of go and have those uncomfortable conversations of either get in, and I don't want to say my way or the highway, because you should take, try to take some, uh, if it's constructive criticism, take it under your, under advisement. But if you've made a decision, Hey, we're going to go left. And this motherfucker over here is like, no, we're going to go right. Like, bitch, no, I said left. Either you're either my way or the highway type situation because I said left. So if you're saying right and you're confusing everybody, you're just fucking me over and I don't need that. I will put somebody in your place to take your spot that will say, yep, let's go left. And then behind closed doors say, hey, boss, I think we should have gone right. And be like, okay, explain to me why you think we should have gone right. Okay, I understand where you're coming from, but here's a bigger picture. What do you think now? Oh, yeah, I think left makes the most sense. Okay, cool. Well, I often give them that that transparency so they can see what's going on. And then I let them know that if you keep going too far to the right, eventually you're just going to get left behind. That's just the way it's going to be. So what am I trying to say here? The, The opposition, once you go too far, there's no coming back. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, you know, I always, I always try to liken it, you know, Hey, like when I have a decision and I see one path is kind of rocky at the beginning, one path is smooth at the beginning. Okay. That doesn't mean that that one, that smooth path is going to be smooth the rest of the way, or the rocky path is going to be rocky the rest of the way. Maybe it's only rock for a little, you know, quarter of a mile. And I got to go the, three quarters of a mile in on the rest of the mile on smooth ground. Whereas the smooth is only smooth for an eighth of a mile and it's rocky for seven eighths of a mile. Like 
you, there's, you know, it's hard to tell unless you have a bird's eye view. And as a leader, you try to have that bird's eye view. And if somebody's like, no, we should go on the smooth path. Like, no, motherfucker, I'm telling you a little bit of pain is worth a lot of good in return versus a little bit of good and a lot of fucking and a whole shit ton of pain that you're, you're proposing. Yeah. So you gotta, you just kind of got to pull them back in line. There's good ways to do that. Um, definitely do it behind closed doors unless they are just openly opposing you and put and disrespecting you in front of other subordinates then you gotta gotta call them out in front of everybody and and, and kind of lock it down show your dominance <laughs> i i hate to say it that way but you know leaders sometimes have to kind of be like nope we're not having this conversation you're gonna either do what i say or you're gonna get ran the fuck over <laughs> Uh, the, one of my favorite things as a, as a leader is when I am accused, accuse me all you want. I made a decision. I lied. It was my choice. It's what I'm, I'm going to move forward with. And if you accuse me of being indifferent, then you really don't have an option. That's, I, I just got to take the accusations and keep moving forward with whatever my decision is going to be. See, what I like is when I get accused and opposed at the same time. Well, Austin said, um, you know, go to the left and or Austin never made a decision. So I just went right. No, motherfucker. I said, go to the left and you blatantly like disrespected me and ignored me and went to the right instead. I told you left. Don't you know? Well, I well, that's what I thought. It was the best decision. Okay, so there we go. You don't accuse me of not making a decision when you're opposing me and what the fuck I actually told you to do. Well, it's all your fault. But fuck yeah, it is. Because as a leader, <laughs> it's all your fault. Always. I, I mean, look at look at CEOs, CEOs of companies. They could have a CFO, right? The chief financial officer embezzling money and the CEO gets blamed um, for not not seeing that the CFO is embezzling money. Well, I mean, how many times have you seen in the news where uh, a tour bus or something gets pulled over and they find drugs and they find guns and it doesn't even belong to the headliner and off uh, artist. Like, yeah. uh, I don't know. Who's a good headline artist? Metallica. Hey, Metallica. Then all their little groupies and dan backup dancers. I don't know. Do they have backup dancers? No, but okay. okay. <laughs> roadies but or whatever. Roadies. Yeah, whatever. They are the ones that are actually doing it. But in the news, it doesn't say the groupies of Metallica got busted for. Nope. No. It says Metallica got. Correct. So the the whoever is the leader of that group, they're the ones that always are going to be the one that's accused. Yeah, and, and it's unfortunate because it's not always the truth, but it is the sad truth that it, you are, as a leader, you are more responsible for the actions of your subordinates uh, than not responsible. That's why you have to make sure that you do those spot checks. Hey, just you know, I'm walking past. Not micromanaging, just making sure you guys are doing everything you're supposed to be doing. All right, cool. Look, everything looks good and walk past. And then, you know, five minutes, if you walk past and everyone's got their, I don't know, let's say their, their, their protective equipment on 
And you're like, hey, everyone's got their protective equipment. I like it. I like the hard hats and safety glasses on this dangerous job. All right, cool. And you leave. And then 10 minutes later, your boss comes by and says, hey, why does this entire team not have protective equipment? Maybe like, I don't know. I just I just checked it 10 minutes ago. Like, well, it's obviously your fault because you set the you're allowing them to do this. Like, what the fuck? No. <laughs> now Johnny doesn't have an eye. Good job. <laughs> right. You have That's, to take that. As a leader, yeah. you have to take that. You got to be like, man, I, I swear, boss, 10 minutes ago, everyone had their pe- their protective equipment on. Uh, I will do more frequent checks and I will uh, we'll make sure we do some more safety training. You know, something like that. And most people, you know, if you have a good boss, they're going to kind of understand, like, if you're doing your job and doing your spot checks, they're going to be like, all right, you're, you're doing what you're supposed to. These guys just fucked up. Correct. And that leads us to rejected. rejected. All right. So by popular demand, no one wants to work the weekend. We're off. We look forward to our weekend, enjoy our cigars, our cognac, our rums. But the boss said, the leader said, we have to come in on Saturday. Fuck you. Not a very popular decision. Fuck you. you I ain't coming in on Friday. I ain't coming in on Saturday. Fuck you. I ain't that, that falls in every line up back up to this list. You're going to be misunderstood. I don't understand why we got to come in on Saturday. You're going to get criticized. You're going to be like, why do we have to come in on Saturday? This guy doesn't know what he's doing. You're being opposed by everyone because no one wants to do it. And you're accused because you're the one that said we have to come in on Saturday. It's your fault. You didn't file the report correctly. And so now I have to work the weekend because you didn't fill out your report correctly. Which leads to everyone has rejected your decision. But in two weeks' time, everybody that was involved got a four-day weekend. Yep. But nobody sees that. All they see is we had to come in on Saturday. So I will I will say this till the till I'm blue in the face until the probably the day I die. It takes ten good things to overcome <laughs> one bad thing. So yeah. if you had to work a weekend, it would take 10 four-day weekends to overcome that one weekend where you had to work. Yeah. Sometimes I'll throw that in there. Like, hey, guys, remember when we worked that long-ass weekend and everybody was mad and hated? Now it's time to get the fruits of our labor. Yep. Kind of just bring that back to the forefront. Remind everybody, like, yeah, nobody liked this decision, right? It was rejected by everyone involved. But I see everyone's a little happier now, aren't they? Right. Oh, shit. I got a four-day weekend? Hell yeah. I'm going to go camping. I'm going to go hunt. I'm going to do whatever. <laughs> Hell I had no yeah. idea. Thanks, thanks, boss. Like, hey, this is because you guys worked that weekend that, you, you know, everyone fucking hated me for working, making them work. Now we can now we can sit back and do this. <laughs> You don't have to love me, but you will respect me. <laughs> I remember I remember when I first got into a leadership position. And uh, and I was working for you. And I had told some people to come back after they had a training class. I said, hey, I need you guys to come back and help, help finish up work. It was a Friday. I was like, I need you guys to help finish up some work. And... Um, you know, no nothing crazy, but it's just I just need you guys to come back. All of them left um, early. They took like two, three hours off early, 
and uh and i found out and so i talked to you and i said hey i gotta make these guys you know kind of i want to say respect my authority but uh (laughs) there's there's got to be consequences and you were like okay here's the key to the building do with it what you will and i made all of them come in on saturday and clean the clean my entire section and finish the work that they didn't finish because i told my other guys don't do anything i'm gonna make these other guys finish it and they came in on saturday and i talked to them and i said so this is you guys understand why you're here and they all said yes i said this is not a fun position i don't want to be here it's a saturday but you guys decided to do this by rejecting my request for you guys to help come finish up some work and now we're here and they all kind of understood and and begrudgingly did the work that they're supposed to do and i never had a problem after that it was one of those okay sure we all right yeah we understand we fucked up we tried to get away with one and you caught us yeah that and i've done that quite a few times myself and it works i mean it's one of those it's a flex right yeah literally it's a flex like i have the power to tell you what to do you're going to do it if you don't do it there's going to be much larger consequences much larger repercussions and you don't want to go that route you want to go this route so even though it's a rejected decision that was made we're still going to have to do it yeah yeah no and that's uh it's it's unfortunate because it's an unpopular decision and it it, everything you know nobody's gonna like you for doing that but they're gonna end up respecting you a little bit more because you're transparent and you hold the standard hey this is my standard you will do this unless i say otherwise um and i remember they said well you kind of flip-flopped on us and so we didn't know which way to go and i said right what was the last thing i told you after i said hey you guys are good and then I said, oh, actually, never mind. I do need you guys to come back. And they're like, well, you said you need us back. I said, cool. So that was the last thing I said. Um, I was working off incorrect information at the beginning. And then I got correct information. So I changed what I had to say. And that was the new direction. And you guys didn't follow it. And they're like, yeah, that's that's on us. And I was like, all right. So just be, just be aware. I didn't just change it arbitrarily. <laughs> I absolutely had I had incorrect information, so I had to make a, a new decision. What falls back to my you don't have to like me, you don't have to love me, but you will respect me. Yeah. Yeah. And that's it's one of those things. The leaders are just put in that unfortunate position. You know, the, with great power comes great responsibility, right, Spider Man? Um <laughs> Uh, unfortunate position of hey I gotta make some unpopular decisions sometimes and I gotta enforce some unpopular things sometimes and it's it really sucks but it is what it is so uh, we, we've been going on and on, on I got it we're good we're good you're good you're good sure I'm good I'm always good well let's share some more insight oh I like insight <laughs> what's the flavor profile of your cigar Ooh, flavor profile, my cigar. Let me take a good puff and. Because if you're anything like me, I'm I'm past my first. I'm going into my second, but it's a sidebar, so we're good. Getting a leathery, 
Uh, uh, leather, cedar, and some black pepper on the back end. All it's right. good. It's good. Well, Drew Estate is one of my like go-to brands because of the price point. Right. With this one, it's a very dark, so naturally my mind makes me think of espresso. So I, I think that's in my craw. Uh, leather, dark chocolate with a muted, which doesn't really fit. Um, I would say like a meaty sweetness. Hmm. Yeah, this I can't, is... I can't really see my burn line because this cigar is so dark. It's yeah, a my, very dark Maduro. My burn line's a little bit thicker than I think I'd like, but it's not definitely not bad. Which is a con- contrast difference with the that Lonsdale you had, because I remember you was going on about how razor sharp the, the burn line was. Yeah, this one's a little bit thicker. Um got a creamy component to it there that's uh it's really really good um man these doomsayers like i said they're really good uh I, they're definitely five pack worthy as i bought a five pack i'd buy another one in a heartbeat um i don't remember what kind of box they come in um but it's a uh, it's a nice nice def uh definitely nice cigar smoking cigar um and one that i would i would easily buy again oh uh, well, like- f- 55 count boxes so yeah a five pack is where i'm at i don't need I'm, 55 of these <laughs> i'm definitely happy that i decided to go neat on my hennessy because it gives hennessy has that like, slight bite to it right which- which um, I don't want to say mirror, but complements the darkness of this cigar. Yeah, yeah. The uh, the sweetness of this rum, this rock and rum. <laughs> I feel like I should have gone with a, a not so sweet of a drink. Mm, um, something a little bit spicier probably would have complemented this better. <laughs> I was looking at my cup. I have ash in the bottle. <laughs> Top of my cup. <laughs> Man, you're just a mess over there, aren't you? No, nah, that's fine. It's not like I'm. It's, it's, I, let's face it. We both know I'm going to drink it. Uh, yeah, let's 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 be honest. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. Good. Good stuff. Uh. Yeah. The 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 leaders leaders are put in a bad. I don't want to say bad position. They're just put in a position that. They get blamed for everything. They get credit for nothing. And you got to make sure that you just do the best that you can with what you got and 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 keep pushing forward. Right. And just be when you hit that leadership role. That's why we did this. When you hit that leadership role, be prepared to be misunderstood. Be prepared to be criticized, opposed, accused, and rejected. Yep. Yeah. That comes with the territory. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it... it all of the above is just one of those things where it's just it comes with that territory and there's nothing you can really do about it other than uh, learn from any mistakes that you might make and be flexible enough to if you have a mistake and can change direction 
change that direction if you've ended up and you're like, oh, hey, I think I made a mistake here. Okay, cool. Recognize you made a mistake. Make that decision and say, hey, guys, I made a mistake. I'm sorry. I did. I had I had bad information that I was working off of. Uh, now I got to change. Now I got to make a better decision on this. I'm not sorry. I have learned a different path. I get it. We're going to move forward. Yeah. Yeah. So. <laughs> all right. Uh, so this has been a sidebar edition. Number two. Of Leadership of the Leaf. The new year. We're hitting it off strong. We're doing good. I've been enjoying the new year so far. Yeah. Same. Same. I'm getting more feedback from listeners. Uh, I like it. I love yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. We love the feedback, guys. Please keep hitting us up at, on Instagram at Leadership of the Leaf or on our blog. There's a link in our bio. Um, and and let us know what you guys think. Give us some feedback. Give us, you know, what are you guys smoking? What do you guys think? Uh, if you guys got any topics that you'd like for us to cover, uh, hear our thoughts on, by all means. We love the feedback we love to interact with our listeners and uh yeah we look forward to hearing from you guys all right until next time i'm dice i'm austin all right we'll catch you on the next one thank you for listening to leadership of the leaf the comments and opinions expressed by the host and guests does not reflect the opinions of those that broadcast this show nor does it reflect any of our affiliates Don't forget, we need to follow the podcast so we know when new episodes drop.